0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Moneyline Madness podcast. My name is Matt Cherico, and I'm here with my co-host, Andy B. How we doing, Andy, on this fine Tuesday morning?
1: I'm doing amazing, especially after last night. I know uh, everybody everybody saw what happened last night. I think everybody in the NBA is happy about The Nets being gone, so and obviously I'm a little happier, but everybody's happy today. I hope
0: it is. Yeah, no, it's definitely a good day. The Nets lose, America wins. I mean, both of your teams, Celtics and Mets, came through pretty crazy last night in some clutch situations, and yeah, really, just your type of Monday night. That's how you want to start the week if you're Andy B. So, yeah, draft
1: week too. A lot, a great week this week. So much. Stay tuned to us for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Another episode draft special coming Thursday. Today, we are going to talk about uh, the NBA and a few more picks for tonight's games, and we're back at it with some more MLB picks. So, without further ado, you ready to jump into the first game of the night? Yes, sir. All right, let's look, and we got the Minnesota Timberwolves, or actually, I'm sorry, the Atlanta Hawks going up against the Miami Heat. That one starts actually a half hour before the Timberwolves game. That one in Miami uh he coming in at minus 7 on the money line heavy favorites um or minus 7 on the spread I'm sorry heavy favorites on the money line minus 295 wise and over under sitting at a kind of iffy two seventeen and a half. and a half so tell me what you're feeling on this game and uh let's dive deep a little bit
1: yeah i i think this one ends tonight i i feel like we've kind of looked at this series the same way the entire time like we expect the hawks to, i mean the, the heat to win and i never expected a sweep so this is kind of what i expected five game series easy for the easy for the heat here and uh i really expect them to have it pretty easy tonight at home um i have just won the player performance double uh jimmy butler double double in a miami win i he's he had 30 and 10 last game He usually you like you said before we started, he doesn't come close if he's not on, but I think he'll be on today. He wants to wrap this series up because
0: I mean You don't want to go back to Atlanta. Truth. Yeah, you know, like
1: go look at what Philly did yesterday. They've got to play a game six now. They don't want to play a game six. They can have extra rest. I mean that those are the types of things that have to matter when especially when the, the Sixers aren't healthy. The Heat want to stay healthy. Play less games, you're healthier. So I think really Jimmy Butler is going to be on tonight just to get this thing wrapped up. And obviously we know you hate Trey Young, so we yep. you would love it.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm rooting for. And obviously, like you're saying, if you're the Heat, you're coming out of this. You're playing either the Sixers or the, uh, the Raptors. So what you really want is... For your series to be short you have as much break as possible and for that series to go as long as it possibly could so it's all working out really in the favor for the heat and that's really why you have to come out and close this game out tonight you're in miami you know you have all your guys besides kyle lowry who i honestly really don't think he makes that much of a difference to that no. heat team honestly like, he really is just out there running around he's not the same kyle lowry that we know him to be anymore so he's just kind of a veteran presence that they have at the point guard position with that being said, Trey Young, if you are the Hawks, you have to look to exploit that and exploit their lack of point guards to really guard you. Because who have they been using to guard Trey Young? They've been using like primarily yeah a combination um, of like Jimmy yeah, Butler and like
1: couple guys
0: PJ Tucker. So it's re- it's working out because you have a guy like Bam that's down in the paint taking care of you know Clint Capella. Mm-hmm. It's not like I, I'm living if DeAndre Hunter or John Collins or Kevin yeah. Herter are the ones that are killing you. Yeah, they're not. So with that being said, I do have my pick for the game is DeAndre Hunter to score 15-plus points. He put up 24 last game. He had 18 the previous, and he's been he's been balling out. So I think that if Trey is going to get help somewhere, it's going to be in a guy like DeAndre Hunter, and they've been looking for him to take on that role for a while yeah. now.
1: he's He's been... Not a, I wouldn't say a bust, but he's been a disappointment to this point. And hey, if coming out in a big playoff game would be huge for him. So
0: yeah, he was a number good. four overall pick, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Dude, was that like, the was that the Zion draft? Yeah, no.
0: I believe so. I, I think he yeah. was taken right after RJ. Now,
1: or no, you know what? He might have been the Anthony Edwards draft.
0: Or no, because Garland got taken. Yeah.
1: So it's he um, was the Anthony Edwards draft because he's from he came from Virginia, I believe. So
0: yeah. No, 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 no. He's been in the league for. Has he? because remember he was in the playoffs last year yeah but he wasn't a yeah.
1: rookie oh he wasn't well then there you no. go so i'm looking at the draft too. oh man 2019 2019,
0: 2019. yeah, so yeah i know he 20. came from virginia right
1: yeah, yeah virginia it was weird so he kind of just shot up draft. he's a lot like a lot like what's going on in the nfl right now he just kind of shot up draft boards late that's one of those do things you think
0: <laughs> that's because of like being that he is kind of a physical specimen in terms of like oh, wingspan and everything like that and being a good defender but now we're seeing yeah. that kind of, he shot up the draft boards for why, you know, like it, without well, even playing games.
1: You look at it in every sport. If you have like in more in baseball than anything, if you have five tools, if you have three of them, they want you because they can develop the other two. He had, he had defense. He played a Virginia. If you've watched Virginia play defense, they, that's all they do. They'll score 50 a game, but they'll win because they gave up 40. He had that. Now the Hawks were thinking, Hey, we can develop a shot starting to kind of Try to see that now, and this is the time where we can see that.
0: Awesome. So yeah, give me that all day. That I'll oh, take yeah. him to score fifteen plus points.
1: Yeah, that's Hell not yeah. a not a that battle, but
0: I minus one eleven. So, and like I said, he's been consistent hitting this, and Trey needs some help. So,
1: I still do think the Hawks do end their season tonight.
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. He will get fifteen in a sputtering. effort.
1: Yes, you know, a, to L. Hopefully, not as bad as the Jazz last night. But we'll get. To, we'll, oh
0: man, yeah. <laughs> we'll get we could, to the. West. We'll talk about those guys in a few minutes. <laughs> Uh, you want to talk about the other West team, somebody that's actually a little bit exciting?
1: The most because, improved player uh, team?
0: Oh, man. I wasn't going to talk about that because, honestly, I don't agree with that at all. Well,
1: I heard on most, most sports TV, follow him uh, yes, every Monday. Uh, I heard you, you guys saying that. I agreed with you completely. I disagreed with your people, though. You said you said Scotty Barnes, right?
0: I said, what, to win rookie of the to year?
1: To win. Uh, no, no, no. Most improved player. Who, who oh, the,
0: no, no, no. I said that most improved players should have been between Darius Garland. I think he probably should have won it. And then I think Jordan Poole should have been the other conversation. Uh, yeah,
1: that was the one that everybody in the comments were bring up, too. See, I had DeJounte Murray. I thought he should have won. I personally.
0: think that he's been solid, but...
1: I, I mean, just, he single-handedly brought that team to the play, and I know it's not impressive to everybody, but, like, he yeah. did it with us. Like, John Moran has guys. Garland has guys, too. So yeah. DeJounte <sighs> had nobody. <laughs>
0: I'm sure DeJounte's number two is Keldon Johnson
1: yeah so
0: Sorry. yeah no nah, they don't they don't have much but I think it's just being on the Spurs they're so like lackluster yeah nobody, nobody, really nobody ever attention. wins
1: awards on the Spurs like defensive player of the year maybe like Kawhi yeah. did it all the time and but... honestly
0: DeJounte wasn't that bad last season so I'm not nah. sure how much exactly of a jump he's made but yeah. I know Garland wasn't great last season Garland didn't have a great season at all he
1: he didn't and then he had a great all-star year so an all-star season
0: yeah and now people are looking at him as if he could be like a top five point guard in the league one day and I think so because he's he's got that type of talent and uh, but let's bring it back we got the Timberwolves going up against the Grizzlies (laughs) Uh, Memphis minus six on the spread heavy favorites again minus 250 on the money line kind of shocks me that they're that heavy favorites considering the Timberwolves have come in and kind of slapped them around a couple times
1: yeah, I don't think either of us are relatively surprised the Timberwolves are are coming are coming to play in this series. Though I mean, they have a couple of guys that are they're they're fighters. I mean, I I know for a fact Anthony Edwards is. I know you guys were kind of clowning Cat last night, but I mean, he's uh
0: he's been playing well, bro. And he actually has I mean, like they clowned him for not having that type of edge. Yeah, but he's been you know he's been coming with it. and he's coming trying to stay more aggressive so well, I respect it a ton
1: something I feel like he doesn't need that edge as much because he's got three other guys on his team that kind of do have that edge he's got mm-hmm. Pat Bev obviously Anthony yep. Edwards obviously and um the D'Angelo Russell kind of has that type of even though he hasn't been playing that well he's got that type of uh spirit in him so I really don't think Cat needs that I think they're such a fighting team. I said it last night. I think they could win the series in seven. I don't think they win tonight just because it's in Memphis. This game in Memphis, if it's a game seven, it's a different story. But um, in this situation, I think Memphis wins. I have John Morant hitting two threes. Uh, no, no, double-double, sorry. And a Memphis win. And, um, yeah, I just feel like in, in this situation, they'll go up 3-2 and then they'll go back to Minnesota, probably lose that one with another protester on the court. So
0: Nice. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – Hopefully, those people stop. I mean, yeah. that's just got, it's getting out of control at this point. Like, they're protesting you know the, the guy that doesn't even own the team anymore. So it's just, it's yeah. really bad out there.
1: And uh, and Thursday, we got the NFL draft. I just want to mention that security guard should be getting some looks. What a tackle.
0: That, yeah. Wow. That was, a, yeah. No, man, were, uh, they should oh, set yeah. up a combine just for that guy. You know, yeah. oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, my sure. pick, I like, I like all you're saying about the Timberwolves. I think it is very, like, it's a very deceiving seating. Uh, spot that they yeah. got oh yeah Be- because this is a two and a seven matchup that totally doesn't tell the, wh- the it whole story screams these four or
1: five it, screams it does four or five to me
0: it does the only thing that kind of is um a little bit surprising is the way i feel like the grizzlies have kind of played down a little bit because i do think that the grizzlies are ultimately the better team especially defensively but they've given up a lot you know like they had they're not playing that same type of defense that they were and honestly i think john moran is part of the problem because he is such a liability everyone that is on the timberwolves if they have the ball they go at john moran instantly
1: you know he's you on have the, to it has you to have be the no game choice plan. i mean Dude, as it's, much as it's, it's genius it yeah, really it is. is it's just the way the game is, you have to attack one guy sometimes. And unfortunately for them, it's their best offensive player. So you can't take them off. The I mean, floor. But then again, <laughs> you, look at,
0: you look at Atlanta and it's the same way with Trey Young. Yeah. So it's just teams with these point guard star driven offenses yeah. are really going to have to find a way to compensate on the defensive end. And yeah. that's where you see a team like Miami have a bam out of bio in the paint. Oh, yeah. The Grizzlies are trying to do that with Steven Adams. It's not really working out the same way. Um. I think if they had a nice, another man that was potentially also tall, handsome, with yeah. long hair well, out yeah. of oh, New yeah. Orleans, um, I think that that maybe. could be a little bit. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Uh, if, you, if you know, you know.
1: Yeah. But, uh, we know his name. We know who he is. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Don't worry. He'll probably be brought up.
0: <laughs> uh, but my pick for this game, I have Pat Bev going under 10.5 points. Um, I know that Pat Bev has been like the life bloodline of this team right now, but he, and he did have offense. Had 17 <laughs> points last game, which was actually Jeez. shocking.
1: Is that a high?
0: Dude, it might be, <laughs> honestly. But Papev averages eight points on the season. And realistically, going back to Memphis, like you said, the, this game screams Grizzlies to me. Yeah, This game screams like Memphis is taken over. They're going to kind of fuel themselves out a little bit. I do think it goes to seven, but I don't think that the Timberwolves will bring it necessarily the same way that they have tonight yeah. in a game that's in Memphis. So I'm going Ev under 10.5. And then, honestly, I've been dabbling a little bit in the – Timberwolves spread of plus six just because I do think that it'll still be a little bit of a close game I think the Grizzlies will maybe scrape this one out between four and five I don't I think six to ten is a little bit much so honestly I might even look over to a uh a win margin of like Grizzlies one to f- five
1: no I like that I I I'm cautious about that just because I feel like if in this game at home, Memphis gets off to a fast start, like I expect them to, you might kind of see like a 10-point loss for Minnesota, just because it's it's like, if you're down 15 the entire game, and they keep throwing punches back, this that was happening in the, it's been happening in the Buck series, happened a lot in the Celtics series, you're throwing punches back, you hit a three, but then they go down and hit a three, that's the type of thing that Memphis can do to you too, and it gets very, like... Every time you throw a punch, you're hoping the other guy misses. But they keep hitting you. It gets really tough after a while. And then you look, you're still down 12, even though you've been working at trying to chip away for 10 minutes. So it's one of those things I think can happen tonight. That's why I think, like, I think the line's probably set where it should be, to be honest with you. All right,
0: I, I can like dig it. it. I'm looking right now, and I see the Memphis 1-5 to five is sitting at plus 430. So for a little sprinkle, maybe a quarter unit, you know, if plus 430, I'll... Uh, I'll take that. So
1: that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good value.
0: Otherwise, we're riding Memphis tonight, and we're riding Miami so far. So
1: so far, we're at the M's. Yes, M M&M. and M.
0: But we're gonna head down to Arizona. Things getting a little warm down there, and I'm not oh, just yeah. talking about the weather. I'm talking about Phoenix Suns being oh, on the yeah. hot seat right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got a tied series with the eight seed Pelicans, and they're coming in, and they're only at a uh, minus six on the spread. I know Devin Booker's out, but Chris Paul last game giving you four points is just it's inexcusable. Yeah, how you feel about that?
1: He needs to step up. He needs Aiton to step up. They need their guys to step up because We were saying this for a while We don't think New Orleans is as bad as their record says they are they're 36 and 46. They're not that bad All right. They traded for McCollum a little later. They traded, you know they, They have guys that are pretty solid on that team Ingram. I mean, so they're not that bad of a team so in theory it's not really to me a one eight matchup that that screams like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. But also at the same time, you have to step up if you're Chris Paul. Like that was bad last the the, the other night, like four points is horrible mm-hmm. in that situation. And the same thing goes for eight and eight needs to continue to step up. He I mean, what do you want him to do? I think he had around 20 points the other night. He needs yeah, to, I, he needs uh, he, you telling me on, he yeah. needs to you, my center needs to score 30 to 35 like that's. Not for, that, ball, not for that. Not for DeAndre Ayton. Yeah.
0: If you're so, Chris Paul, you're supposed to be one of the best point guards. You know the game has seen. You yeah. got to come out and you got to put up points. I get he had 11 assists, and I get that you're playing that pick and roll game with Ayton, but at some point or another, you have to put the ball in the basket, and we've yeah. seen him a- been able to do that. So there's really just no excuse as to why he can't get buckets.
1: For sure, and and I get it. Without Booker, they're a different team, but you got next man up at this point like it's the playoffs bro they got p- enough enough depth up. on yeah. the
0: suns to where to you pe- should be able to, to beat an be yeah, sure. yeah. It, we're talking about eight seed pelicans so yeah i don't know i do like the palace team though i like the makeup and i think that for the next few years they got oh, I, a- I know you do squad yeah no nah, i like m- way more than the makeup i like that <laughs> i like the whole starting five truthfully from herb jones to joe val so oh yeah Actually, we love Joe uh, Val
1: over here at Moneyline Madness.
0: Dude, Moneyline Madness. If Jonas Valanciunas ever wants to come on the show, that is one guy that I would actually open the pockets for to have for that sure. guy on the show. Just oh, to yeah. admire how much he, I mean, truthfully, it paid for itself. Being that he's hit so many double-doubles this season, Jonas Valanciunas basically paid for his own guest appearance on Moneyline Madness. It's inevitable. For sure.
1: I feel like I'd have to run that entire episode, though. You might be drooling the entire time.
0: Yeah, I might. I might just the, be sitting here. But I would grilling. do the same.
1: I would do the same thing for Jimmy Garoppolo. So hey, it's oh, fair. All right. It's all
0: right. Fair. Yeah, all all is fair and love & more. All is fair. Let me hear your pick for this game. Who
1: you? Got. I got. I got eight and twenty-two plus and a Phoenix win the other night. Let me. I'm looking for the exact point total he had. He had twenty-three. So the lines put perfect. I think he kind of has to have a similar game for them to even be close to winning. Because you saw them the other night; they got beat up, and he played that well. I expect them to win tonight. I, I really can't see them losing at home in this situation. Coming off that Chris Paul game, I expect him to play well. I expect him to also be feeding Aiton. He hits. I think he hits twenty-two with ease, and they win the game. That's at plus one seventy-eight.
0: All right. So- I mean, I'm all for it, dude. I'm riding the Suns, too. I got CP at 15 assists in a Phoenix win. He's hit 14 assists in two of the games already, and he had 11 last game. So, for this being at plus 340, I like the value of it just a little bit. And I'm throwing like a half unit on this. I could totally see him and Aiden just looking to thrive in that pick and roll oh, yeah. all night. And that's really where they're going to have to get their bread and butter. Because Chris Paul is going to have to, you know, really start cooking if Phoenix wants any chance of not just making it out, but contending any further until Booker could get back. So I got Chris Paul, 15 assists in Phoenix to win. I'm going to throw a little bit on that. And then my really solid pick that I'm really liking for this game right now is Herb Jones over 1.5 steals. And that comes in at plus 104, which actually I'm pretty surprised about. Being that it's plus money, I just think, I mean, Herb Jones has been all over the place in this series. And when he comes in, it is obvious Clamps like it's it's serious clamps oh, yeah. for whoever is on the other side of it. He's had a consistent one to three steals in every single one of these games. He hasn't gone stealless yet in this series, and his impact defensively last game was just oh yeah, it was incredible. So I'm riding the herb train and going for two steals tonight.
1: I like that. He's one of those guys you love watching play defense. There's only a few guys in the league, in my opinion. I love watching him, and so yeah, that's a, that's a great pick. I like that one.
0: Yes, sir. I'm just seeing right now, making sure that uh, everyone's all playing for tonight. And yeah, I think we're all we're all locked and loaded for Phoenix. And I mean, I besides uh, Devin Booker, obviously, I really yeah, think that the yeah. depth of Phoenix is going to come and help them out because th- this is a championship caliber team and they know their identity. So. For them to come out and then just absolutely stink it up the way that they did. I think that they know they have something to prove in this yeah. next game. They,
1: they've got to come out and, and add a di- have a different fire this time. Like, in, Pun not intended because they're the Suns. But yeah, they have yeah. to come out and be just better.
0: Absolutely. Well, you want to talk a little bit about the game last night because, I mean... That was just incredible. And, I mean, we don't really have to discuss the Sixers-Raptors that much. We could dabble on it a little bit. No. But we both think the Sixers are going to come out of that series inevitably.
1: Yeah. But I think it goes seven, to be honest with you. I think Harden's frustrating a lot of people in Philly right now. Like, really a lot.
0: He, he's a lord, dude. He's a tub of mayonnaise, yeah. and he's acting like it. So it's getting it's getting really bad out here for him.
1: Yeah, But, I, yeah, I think ultimately,
0: honestly, like the thing – with that branch of the Eastern comp or the Eastern playoffs, I don't see either of these teams no. beating whoever they meet in the conference finals, whether it be the heat or, you know, Heat beating the Atlanta and then playing Philly or heat and Raptors, like whatever way the chips crumble. One of these teams is going to have to play, you know, the Celtics or the bucks. So yeah. it's just, it's not going to look good for them.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with you the same way. The only thing I say is, about the Celtics is they're going to be way more rested than I think anybody could have imagined going against the Bucs. I mean, I don't think anybody expected the Bucs to lose a game. They're now going to have to play a game five. The Celtics wrapped it up in four. They have probably a week or to a week and a half before they even have another game. So they're going to be way more rested than it. And the game's really as hard fought as they were. I don't feel like I'm go, like the Celtics are going into that series. Like, With anybody that's, like, not feeling well or anything, Rob Williams looks great. No, the Celtics are rolling,
0: bro. It is, it's really the, like, that's what's biggest about Boston's run right now, is that everything is going their way. Like, they Rob Williams came back from that injury. That was looking a little rough. Like, I'm sure you guys were like, damn, we finally had that momentum, and then he gets taken. But Mm -hmm. Rob Williams is back. Tatum and Brown are firing on all cylinders. You sweep a team like Brooklyn, I mean, who were supposed to be, the top dog. Going yeah, in Thursday. the
1: offseason, our Moneyline Madness podcast will have a lot on the Nets. I'm sure we'll be bringing the Nets Definitely. up a lot because they're going to have a very packed offseason, in my opinion.
0: Absolutely. But, yeah, I mean... If you're the Celtics, everything's falling your way, and you're just sitting pretty right now. So yeah,
1: you look at every other team in the East; they have an injury that uh, I guess maybe not Miami per se, but every the, the nah, Fox, I mean, even the then, Raptors, like, the Sixers, they have injuries that they have to worry about right now.
0: Yeah, I and mean, I'm, and even though like Miami has the Kyle Lowry injury, like that's still an injury yes. to your team. And Boston doesn't even have like a, no. a role player that's hurt right now. No. You know, like no. everybody's there, everybody's accounted yeah. for and everybody's playing on their A-game. So it's yeah. really, it's the Celtics' time right now, and I think that this is going to be a really interesting second half of the playoffs for them. I
1: hate that it's not going to be the Eastern Conference Finals, them, and Milwaukee. I mean, that would be... fat. It's, it sucks that it's the Conference Semifinals, but hey, you're getting bucks. That's going to be a great series. I'm sure we'll be talking about that one a lot. So
0: Absolutely. Next up, oh, man, this game last night, the Mavericks beating the Jazz 102-77. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean... Just an, a gross game from Utah all around, man.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't get much worse than that. I mean, I would. I mean, in our in terms of our bets yesterday, I think we were we were all pretty pretty solid. Well, in yeah, right? no,
0: nah, I, <laughs> I, I hit seventy five percent last night, and I'm pretty sure you hit seventy five plus as well. Yeah. But my clean 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 swing and a miss was the Bogdan Bogdanovich three pointers. I I mean, uh, the guy shot uh, five of them, bro. Like we said, the volume is there. But for him to shoot 0 of 9 entirely and then to shoot (laughs) 2 of 3 from the free throw line and those be his only points in the game, he was a minus 37.
1: Jeez. And, yeah, look, I mean, I'm looking at at all of their starters.
0: Bro, Donnie, too. Donovan. Donovan, What are we doing,
1: Donovan? Nine points. Dude, in a playoff me. game?
0: He's scaring me. I'm Dude, not Do Knicks fans
1: even want him anymore?
0: Dude, that's the thing. Like, I'm not sure anymore. I really, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Because
1: this happens every year with him. This happens know. every well, year with he, did,
0: he had a good bubble playoffs. I don't know if you remember that. He had. A yeah, good you don't remember that shot ended. that
1: almost went in. Yeah, I remember that shot that I think ended their season, right? Yeah, he literally went in and out. He had
0: both of his arms up like this, yeah. and then his the hands on the head. Yeah. That's all I remember from that clip. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean 415 last night 07 from 3 that's just not going to cut it. 77 oh, points in an that. NBA game in 2022 is not going to cut it. Maybe you against know. some plumbers and firemen back in the 60s, but in today's age when you're going up against Luka Doncic who's literally putting his feet in your mouth like bro, he
1: put <laughs> up 33, 33 for Doncic. Dude, 33,
0: 13 and 5 on half of a calf. Yeah. Come
1: on. <laughs> that's pretty dominant. Dorian Finney-Smith hit those 33s. Three that was pretty good. He did, dude. Clutch for us.
0: Bro, three threes and a Dallas win for Andy B. I love that for you, man. That's fantastic. Thank you. Like, that's, that's a big
1: one. I think that one might get me really going because that's one that I was not 100% certain was going to happen. No, I was no, just he, he was around. getting buckets last night. That was night. huge. Yeah, I see that. He had nights 13 points. And like they were Brunson giving him
0: 24. the volume, too. Like, yeah. He was, Luka was looking for him a decent amount. So it was, like a, good, it was a good pick. And I... Uh, I'm excited to see, you know, what else in the NBA plays out for us today.
1: For sure. It's going to be a good It's gonna be a good night, I think. I think we're going to have a good Definitely night.
0: Definitely a good night. I mean, 7, 7.30 and 10 o'clock games. We're going to be watching basketball all night.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure.
0: Well, I think that's all we got for hoops right now. If yeah. Take it over to some baseball plays. I got a couple for you if you want to talk. Yes, sir. Right. My
1: phone just locked, but let me open it back up. And, uh, all
0: right. Well, yeah, I mean, it'll... last night, like we said, you had a great day yesterday. Last night, yeah. your Mets you know down to their last strike statistically yeah. the St. Louis Cardinals last night had a 96.6% chance of closing that game out yeah. after Robinson Cano flew out
1: flew out yeah it was horrible i first of all st- Robinson Cano needs to get off my baseball team but that's for another time he's yeah, pretty when, bad yeah when when they tied that game i had actually just put it on because well i was i only got to watch like the 8th and ninth inning cuz the Celtics game when i saw that that felt really special to me, and that was really cool. I think you you had the money line, right? Or did you have the Celtics' spread? money line? I had, no, no, no. I had, no, no. On no, 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 the Mets. The Mets. Did you have the Mets yesterday? Because I had the eight strikeouts from Scherzer and the Mets to win. So um, I, we I had,
0: believe I took the Mets spread,
1: actually, again. So you got that. it because it was one and out. So yeah. I had, we were both good on the Mets yesterday because uh, yep. Scherzer had ten strikeouts. So that's... Look at us. Um yeah, we we've been betting the Mets a lot and it's it's been working for a oh, they're reason. they're
0: hot. And yeah. you know, you know your team sometimes. Yeah. Like you it is what it is.
1: We watch them and we hear about them the most. So I, we're gonna go back to it tonight, I would assume. I I mean it, it, it seems to be working, so why would you go off of it? I have the Mets Uh, I'm going to keep the Mets spread. I like that. The one and a half tonight. And uh, also them to have more hits than the Cardinals. It's only minus 110. I didn't even know you could bet that. And that's a really cool thing to bet. So the Mets to have more hits than the Cardinals is a good one as well.
0: I don't know what you have on that one, dude. I was looking and right now I believe that they took the Mets game off of handle. No, they did. Oh no, it's right there. There we go. I do. I had originally had the money line. Um, but you're kind of swaying me because, like you said earlier off air, Jordan Hicks is only known to go three innings. Yeah, you know he isn't really a starter like that. So I think being that it's a minus one sixteen on the if you on the money line, if you think the Mets are going to win, you may as well take that spread yeah. because baseball games aren't one by one run anymore. No, they're usually you know, they not. Just, they're just not. That's not the way it goes. And I mean, at minus one and a half, with the way the Mets have been playing, for it to go from a jump of minus one sixteen to plus one fifty, I'm putting my hands in Chris Bassett and. Let's ride. You know, I'm rocking with you at that minus one and a half.
1: I like that one. I honestly there's no Mets pitcher right now that I'm not trusting. So I, I like no, that. Seriously. one No, seriously. The Mets yeah. are
0: rolling and you got good news from DeGrom last night. So
1: pretty that's weird news. Good. I, I've never seen news come out at like eleven thirty about a guy. I
0: it's think that awful. they were so excited to tell Mets fans that they just wanted to get it out. Honestly, I think that if you guys lost, they wouldn't have put it out like that. that.
1: Yeah, that been. but I I, think that that
0: since you guys won, they were like, oh, we're all happy. Like, <laughs> Why not? Hey, yeah. guess what? Jake might be throwing in a few weeks.
1: I like, like that. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I don't know. I think that's really cool. I think if you could get to Grom back with this team right now, man, it's going to yeah. be really scary. And yeah. really, the only thing that's stopping anybody from probably wilding out is the fact that it's April. So yeah, yeah. give it some time and let those boys cook and, you know, hopefully they could stay consistent. For sure.
1: This is, a, this is a packed slate tonight, but as you, if you go through it, a lot of the games aren't really that good, but one that I'm keying in on that's two bad teams, per se. Bad starts to the season. And the reason I'm keying in on it is the it's the Cubs-Braves. The reason I'm looking at it is who's pitching for the Cubs. Marcus Stroman's been <laughs> awful this year. 8-7-8 ERA. 0-2. He's, he never strikes anybody out. So you you see hard contact coming off of him this year, and that's That's very dangerous for him, because if he's getting hit hard, then there's nothing he can really do. So tonight, I have a same-game parlay for the Braves. Braves run line, so one and a half, and uh, Ozzie Albee's just to get a hit. I mean, Ozzie Albee's a lefty against a righty, a slow-throwing righty. I really couldn't see that not happening. Sorry. And... um, so and the Braves winning the game kind of feels inevitable to me anyway. So, so that's at plus one sixty four. So I don't know if you had anybody any other game on that one, but that one was the key in on for me just because of Stroman and and not to pile on the guy. I love the guy, but no,
0: he is a know. good guy, and uh, I've actually met Marcus before. He's a really cool person. Like yeah. just you know in real life. But like you said, he's been having a rough start to the season and it's kind of a new adjustment. And when you got to go against a team like the Braves, man, it's, it's tough. So I do have him under on the strikeouts today. Um, after you saying that I originally had Max Freed's over as well. So I think I'm going to make a little bit of a two, two man crew off the pitchers tonight going under on Stroman under four and a half at minus 135, and then over Max Freed at over five and a half. The Cubs strike out a lot and they're not nearly the same team yeah. that they used to be. So no. I mean they're they're a bunch of AAA players basically right now. Yeah, other trying than to find other, an identity.
1: Yeah, other than Saya Suzuki, they, they are really not that good of a team right now. You're one hundred percent right. By they're that. back
0: to their original Cubs yeah. you know nature. Yeah. So cubs gonna Cubs and uh let's ride with the the strikeouts for Max Fried and hopefully Strowman, you know, continues to see that lack of success.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I never <laughs> love to pray on somebody's downfall, but yeah. That's but
0: yeah, we're going to be praying on the downfall of Marcus Stroman yeah. today. Yeah.
1: yeah, just today. Maybe yep. not just today. If you're on Mets Twitter, we kind of pray on the downfall every day. But it
0: happened, yeah, it happens yeah. a lot. But
1: <sighs> I, got right. a, I got just one more. Uh, last night I had the Giants not striking out eight and a half, eight times I think it was. They struck out 11. It was horrible. I yelled at my brother for it. But tonight they're playing the A's. A's are awful. I'm gonna be honest. The starter for the A's is is had a good start to the season. Not gonna be able to get the Giants out. And Rodon pitching for the Giants, that's lights out He's right a monster, there. Yeah. So yeah, the one and a half for the Giants just sounds really good. It's minus one eighteen, so it doesn't have the best value, but they're gonna win that game probably by a few runs.
0: I got a little bit something to add to that for you, if you want to add in a little. If you feel that that minus one eighteen isn't really tickling your fancy. I got a little bit of an underdog play that I'm coming out with tonight. And I have the Cleveland Guardians beating the Angels.
1: Ooh, we're going Guardians? I'm riding with the Guardians. Tristan McKenzie. I like that. I'm
0: a big Tristan McKenzie guy. He's got a lot of breaking stuff. And against a team like the Angels, they're primarily fastball. You know, sitting hitters. You got Otani. You have Mike Trout, obviously. They got Anthony Rendon, who is also a fastball hitting type of guy. Yeah. I think that Tristan McKenzie's going to be able to break off a lot of his breaking balls. He's got a disgusting, I think it's a yeah. knuckle curve. Yeah. That just adds, like his curve is off ridiculous. the table, bro. Yeah. And he's got that length to him that almost allows him, I think he's like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, it allows guys. him to get a somewhat of a downward angle on his ball. And I notice guys like that get a lot more of a stretch towards the plate. And overall, it just allows for them to get a lot more strikeouts in that nature. So I'm looking for the Guardians to win this game tonight. And I was going to look for a little bit of like a player performance type of thing if McKenzie was on there for like a, maybe a four strikeouts in Cleveland win. They don't have but- that. No, nah, they're not giving me anything of that right now. So, just another reason. You know, yeah. if that does come out, make sure you're following us on social Here media. There you, you go. I got it. Oh, I you got, got you. it?
1: Yeah. Player uh, performance me... doubles. But what did you want? How many strikeouts did you want?
0: I was going to say four or five.
1: Four plus? Well, plus 130 with a Cleveland plus win. Plus
0: 130 with a Cleveland win.
1: Let's you see. got six uh, strikeouts. It's 220.
0: Uh, honestly at that point I think I'm just gonna ride with the Cle- the Cleveland win at plus 138 overall
1: yeah I mean yeah you don't even have to put the strikeouts into need. it he has 11 strikeouts and two starts this year it's pretty solid it's probably that's averaging five he's a good and a half, pitcher. Obviously. he's a good he is a a really and he's young and so young yeah
0: yeah I think that he's gonna be making a nice name for himself like in the league that, this year so that. uh good let's one. uh let's ride with that little bit of a, what we're going a giant spread and Tristan McKenzie, you know leading us to a victory so yeah like that, that comes in. You combine those, and that's it. See at plus three thirty
1: nine. There you so go. For
0: a half like unit right there, I'm I'm all for it.
1: You're gonna be. You, you're, everybody's gonna be staying up to watch the uh, NBA game anyway, so uh, just have those on on your iPad or something. Those are exactly nine thirty well stars. Keep,
0: it, keep yeah. it on the side, you know. a Little yeah. baseball. How you doing?
1: For sure. I like that. It's a good one.
0: Hell yeah. Well, like I said, don't forget. You know, if you aren't already, make sure you're following us on social media at ML Madness Pod. We're gaining followers on the daily, you oh, are yeah. gaining activity. We want to hear from you guys. We want to hear everything that you want to see from us. And, yeah, I don't know if you have anything else to add, but this has been episode 21, man.
1: 21. Wow. That's crazy. And I, I'm i enjoying everyone everyone even more now. It's it's so fun to do this. Yes, sir. There.
0: It's only up from here, man. Only, only up, up from, from, from here. here. So thank you guys for tuning in. It has been real. My name is Matt Cherico. That is Andy B. You're listening to Moneyline Madness, and we will catch you with our NFL Draft Special on Thursday. Take it easy.
1: Go, Dogs.